Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Welcome to the Buck Baloo Show. Here on the fan, 680 and 93.7, streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that mobile app brought to you by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Or you're maybe listening on the smart speaker. And that is brought to you by our good friends at South Point Financial Services. 10 o'clock hour on the fan is sponsored by the Haug Law Group. Nerny, ready to get to work. We got Derek Thomas in the house. And I believe Road Dog Gillespie's on the road today, working from the road, which he does very well. And it's a hump day Wednesday today. Hope your day's off to a great start. And it's an hour show, so I better quit. Bucks Big Take. Better quit and get to the big take. How about this? The Tennessee Vols. One big with beer sales last season, especially when they welcomed Lane Kiffin back to Knoxville. Had a really big day selling beer that day. Get a load of this. Vols fans this past season generated $2.67 million in beer sales during their eight home games. $2.67 million. They split that 50-50 with the stadium concessionaire <clears throat> Aramark, you may have heard of them. So the Vols take home on the beer sales was $1.46 million. And when Lane Kiffin showed up with the Ole Miss Rebels, the beer sales generated 18 arrests and 51 ejections in that grand old stadium up in Knoxville, including the drunk guy who threw the golf ball at Kiffin. Where does the money go? Well, obviously it helps pay off former head coaches. Since Fulmer exited in 2008, the Vols have had seven coaches in 13 years. I kid you not. Now that's a lot of buyout money, and that's a lot of cold beer sold at Neyland Stadium. You know what? Auburn may want to try this, and there's your big take. Speaking of Auburn, Today's the day. Expect Harson to be fired in the next 12, 24 hours. And reportedly, Brian Harson is putting a wrap on his family vacation in Mexico today. The SEC head coach's meeting is tomorrow in Birmingham. So don't expect to see Harson to make it through the end of the business day today. The buyout for Harson, $18.3 million. If Auburn fires Harson, Tiger Boosters will be on the hook for $40 million going out to coaches who have exited in the last 14 months. I kid you not. Better get the Jordan Hare beer sales going over on the Plains. In fact, the Tigers might want to get some of the high-end liquor sales going at the games to try to pay off these coaches they're going to be getting rid of. Who does Auburn hire 
when they fire Harson later today? Well, there's three names on the Baloo list, the Baloo show list, and here they are. This is a uh, sort of a difficult time to be in the job market looking for a head coach. You're way behind in the process. The teams that needed a head coach, they've hired one weeks, uh, months ago. Who does Auburn hire if they cut Harson loose today? Well, how about Jamie Chadwell, who's done a really nice job at Coastal Carolina. They have made some noise here over the last couple of years, playing some good football, scoring a lot of points. That offense looks really good. Jamie Chadwell probably getting a good look. Now, he would make the jump from Coastal Carolina to Auburn like that. What about Bill Clark over at UAB? This guy's got an awesome reputation and has done an outstanding job with the Blazers there in Birmingham. A highly thought-of coach as far as X's and O's go. A guy that has resurrected this program, which uh, tends to get you a lot of respect when you can do something like that, make uh, good players better. Bill Clark is a guy to keep an eye on. And then you got old Hugh Freeze over there at Liberty, man. He is, he's been trying to rehab that reputation since he got kicked out of Oxford, Mississippi, doing some uh, unscrupulous things over there as far as recruiting goes. And I, I believe he was calling up the hookers, too. They caught him with the, uh, the cell phone doing a lot of that. Where were the hookers? <laughs> so uh, I would say those three guys, man, are worthy of keeping an eye on. If you're an Auburn Tiger fan... Uh, you'd be lucky to get any of these uh, three dudes to come in there and take over if Harson gets shown the door. 404-231-1680, the number. I'm anxious to hear what you Auburn fans have to say about what's going on with Brian Harson. This has been going on since uh, last Friday, really. And all these uh, insiders and all these uh, Auburn uh, media members, uh, I would say most all of them, are expecting Harson to be gone, as Nick Saban would say. Gone. And for good reason. Five coaches exited. 20 players exited. You got the A.D. Allen Green meeting with seven or eight veteran players over the weekend after these reports were swirling of this affair that, that he's called bull poop. A lot of these players have come forward and are saying that Harson, he can't communicate with a lot of the guys uh, in that program. In fact, he doesn't even try. Poor communicator. Smoke Monday, that fine defensive back Auburn had, he said that Harson had no idea how to communicate with the poor kids from the hood. And I thought it was really, it was, I had to chuckle, though, on Sunday when I saw that they had this big rally in support of Brian Harson, and 24 people showed up. My goodness. That's all the support you got? Well, it was 26 if you count the two police officers. It's been 13 months of unrest under his direction since he came over from Boise State. And today might be the day. We'll keep an eye. DT, you're going to keep an eye on this one, right? Might We're be, on it. Might be coming down today. And, again, Auburn might want to crank up those beer sales, man, like Tennessee has, dude. I mean, you make a ton of money selling beer to these folks and then help you uh, pay off the contracts of these, 
these coaches that come and go so quickly. Let's get to the Buck Blue Show headline brought to you by Grease Monkey. <laughs> NBA trade deadline coming up tomorrow afternoon. The Hawks, right now we're, we're needing a guard who can defend is what the Hawks need. If they're going to add somebody, this is who they need to add, a guard who can play next to Trey Young and who can man up and play a little defense. And they need to do it without trading John Collins. That would be bad. Marcus Smart, is he still available? Yeah, how about uh, Goran uh, Drogic is another one that might fit pretty well. And I'd be willing to give up uh, Gallinari, who seems to have aged about 10 years from last season to this season. Let's hear from Collins, man. Collins is saying he's got some thick, th- some really thick skin through all this discussion about the Hawks maybe trading him. You know, like I said, I definitely built a little bit of thick skin just because, you know, my name has been in it. My, you know, media and the, and the fans like to throw my name in trades or whatever, you know, although I I can't really express how much I want to be here more. But, you know, I, you know, fans, it doesn't matter to fans and media. You, know, you guys are going to do you guys. So I just got to, you know, do what I can to, to remain calm. For me, it doesn't really bother me. You know, my me personally, uh, I feel like, you know, I've had a, a very uh, – fun time in the media when it comes around this time and when this comes around in general. Hopefully we're going to hang on to Collins. The, uh, if you're listening on the mobile app, Beaver, Beaver Toyota of Cummings sponsors that Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaOfCumming.com. Download the fan app right now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. We appreciate Beaver Toyota of Cumming. Very much. Uh, Grease Monkey, they work fast, and they do it. Uh, uh, they do a great job. They're all over town now. You may have seen them looking for an oil change. Uh, look for a location, greasemonkeyauto.com. You can find it there. All right, coming up next, Chip Towers is going to hang. We're going to talk about Kirby Muschamp. Or we got uh, Kirby Smart, whether Muschamp's going to be the new defensive back coach. Kirby Smart's coaching staff. We'll talk about it with Towers from the AJC coming up next. It's the Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Is the bogeyman... show on the fan 10 to 11 monday through friday we appreciate you hanging out get that fan mobile app and you don't have to listen between 10 and 11 you can catch up with the show later in the day make it easy on yourself and tune into the business of sports segment each week on the fan presented by southern company if it's impacting business in atlanta and the local sports scene we've got it covered That's the business of sports presented by Southern Company, changing the future of energy in all the communities that they serve. 
Said to the uh, Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line and bring on our truest bulldog reporter. He's from the AJC, Chip Towers, joining us on the show again, friend of the show. Chip, how's your day going, man? Hey, it's going fantastic. Beautiful day outside. Hey, so uh, this Kirby Smart coaching staff, been a lot to keep up with this offseason, so the defensive backfield job is open. Chip, how do you see that playing out? Well, you know, I, good question right now. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly who they're going to fill in with. You know, it's really uh, actually it's kind of interesting that I have yet to see an announcement out of Miami um, as to exactly what Jamal Adai will be, will be doing there. I assume that he got some kind of promotion, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, you know, pass coordinator, pass defense coordinator or something like that, because, you know, otherwise it's uh, pretty much a lateral move, but, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, pretty new and, and, and kind of a fluid situation right now. And, um, a little bit of a surprise because he just got here and I thought Georgia's, Defensive backfield, well, number one, I mean, you know, obviously they won the national championship, but I felt like, you know, that was probably the biggest thing they had to overcome is what they had going on in the secondary. And then the second side of that is, I mean, Georgia just signed what I believe is probably, or at least people in recruiting believe it might be the best defensive backfield class Georgia has ever inked. So it's a little bit odd and the timing's a little bit weird. Um, But look, uh, uh, you know, I, I tell you, Certainly from my standpoint in Kirby, I trust from the standpoint of both roster and staff management. Those have both been uh, strengths for him in his short time at Georgia, and uh, I'm sure he's got a plan for this as well. Will Muschamp looks like an easy plug right there. Well, I mean, he's there anyway. I mean, yeah. the way that, the way they had it set up was, was Will Muschamp was basically call, uh, coaching safeties and Jamal Adai was coaching corners. That's how it ended up it's so it's so interesting the way Georgia's staff sort of morphed last year you know unless we forget you know Scott Sinclair began the year or the summer at least as an uh, on-field coach and and Will Muschamp was a defensive analyst by the end of it you know he was basically running the defense and look I don't know if that has something to do with all this uh in uh, Jamal Adai because that certainly wasn't the situation that he came into, you know, when he was hired out of West Virginia, um, it was basically, you know, a chance to come coach for championships and to run the secondary for an SEC program. But it didn't take very long to watch timeouts, you know, when once Will Muschamp was on the field. Um, look, you know, this is a guy with two decades of defensive coordinator experience. So if you watch the defensive backfield huddles and the, you know, sideline, discussions and conferences i mean will muschamp was all up in there right yeah <laughs> so i mean uh that might have had something to do with the dynamic here i don't know uh, jamal adai is from uh florida originally miami is uh, probably a destination job for him but uh you know it's uh, there's always massive turnover after a championship i don't care where you are uh on your staff but this one was a little bit interesting for me all the rest of them i could understand uh, easily explained, but uh, as, as you heard me here, I mean, this was a little bit difficult to to explain, but I, I'm, I'm sure uh, George will be okay for it. Isn't there one other spot on the field spot on the coaching staff 
besides who's going to be the DB coach, is it going to be must? Uh, we're going to see Mike Bobo get an on the field spot. It seems like as an analyst, they're missing out on his recruiting abilities. Yeah, you know that's. And I always wonder about that because you see analysts sometimes um, out on the road, and I, I think the the you, you can designate recruiters. Um, as long as there's no more than the maximum amount on the road, because I've seen, you know, plenty of Georgia analysts uh, doing recruiting in the past. You'll see them in, you know, social media photos and stuff like that. But you're right. I mean, I don't, I don't think people fully appreciate Mike Bobo's recruiting ability, particularly in the South. And, um, you know, that was the thing that was so difficult, I, I believe, for Colorado State when he went out there was just not being, you know, in his home territory for recruiting. You know the kind of clout he carries down there in South Georgia especially. And um, so I don't know how that's going to work out. I mean, it's, you know, Kirby Smart's built himself quite a staff, uh, you know, both defensively and offensively. If you look at the number of coaches on his staff period, uh, you know, with coordinator experience, it's it's amazing, you know, including Buster Faulkner. I mean, where does he fit in all this? And, and, you know, obviously Todd Munkin and Mike Bobo and on the defensive side of the ball, you got um, all kinds of experience. And um, so it's almost, you know, you, you almost wonder if there are too many cooks in the kitchen, but I, I don't, I don't think that can be the case, but you definitely uh, will have to get Mike Bobo involved. In fact, Kirby mentioned that when we finally got a chance to talk to him about the staff additions um, on national signing day, he talked about Bobo's, connection with coaches in the state of Georgia and kind of his recruiting knowledge. So I'm sure he's going to be involved to whatever extent Kirby can allow him to be. Chip, when do you think the timing, uh, we'll see the information coming down about Kirby Smart's contract extension, you know, the, the hundred million dollar extension that, that all these other top coaches are getting. We got Kirby hadn't had a raise in what, three years coming off a national championship we're all expecting this to happen. When do you think this this does happen? Yeah, I really, I really don't think it, they'll dilly dally too long. It, you know, to me, it doesn't seem like that complicated of a situation if they're indeed going to do it. And the indications from Josh Brooks and Jerry Moorhead last week were, you know, this is definitely, uh, you know, what they're trying to do. That that they have, you know, reached out to Kirby and to his agent Jimmy Sexton and just. To, to this point, haven't had time for any kind of sit down. But you know, it, if you just look at the landscape, um, it, it looks clear to me that that Kirby Smart is going to, you know, get a bump to a ten-year contract. He makes uh, seven point one million dollars a year right now. In on a, uh, he has a yearly escalation scale uh, for a seven-year contract. So. Uh, and then one of Jimmy Sexton's own clients, uh, uh, Mel Tucker, just got a raise to $9.5 million a year. He hasn't won a championship of any sort. Uh, so you you assume he'll be slotted above him. Lincoln Riley is out there at Southern Cal uh, based on published reports. You know, his deal is 10 years, $110 million. Um, and then, you, you know, you got Nick Saban, who's always up there, and Brian Kelly at LSU – who's up there. So he'll be in that territory. And I would suspect it, it'll be at least 10 years, at least a hundred million dollars, maybe 120 um, by the time they're done negotiating. But I don't think it'll be long at all, Buck. I think everybody kind of knows what to, um, 
tea leaves, how they read right now. And, um, uh, you know, they made a specific reference, Josh Brooks did, that Jimmy Sexton's uh, good to work with, and they didn't anticipate a lot of problems. Chip, on the basketball side, man, Saturday afternoon, I was a little hot watching the second half of that Auburn Georgia game over in Athens. Uh, it looked like to me the Tigers getting all the calls down the home stretch. And then the way that game ended with the no call, I just shake my head. It looked like they're trying to protect Auburn uh, being the number one team in college basketball. Really uh, impressed with the Georgia team down at the half. Uh, showed some toughness and some fight coming back and really taking it to Auburn in the second half. And yet we, we continue to hear all this negativity surrounding Tom Crean. Chip, what can you tell us about that? Well, I, I can tell you this. To start with, Tom Crean's a good coach. Uh, yeah, yeah, now He's a polarizing figure right now because obviously he hasn't been able to fashion a, a, a winning season in his four seasons, a winning SEC season. And that's not going to be a case again this year and in, in, in year four, but, um, you got to admire his coaching ability. I mean, you know, like they, what was the old saying in the old days? Uh, 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 you know, you're fighting with something more than cotton stalks. We might be able to win something. Uh, and that's the thing. I mean, his roster just ridiculously ravaged at this point. Now, he's responsible for that roster. Roster management is part of the job. Uh, but, you know, he can, once he gets those, uh, Jimmy's and Joe's out on the floor, he knows what to do with them. And that, you know, Georgia had no business whatsoever competing with Auburn and the number one team in the country, but they did some, some really good stuff. And, and uh, I, I really, you know, tip my cap to the, you know, the players in that locker room, guys like Jackson Etter, who were just laying it out and leaving skin on the floor um, on every possession, you know, for Georgia. And, you know, I think it's one of those situations if he gets the uh, the the right talent, Tom Crean can do a great job. But it may it may be it looks to me like it's probably past uh, you, you know past that point um, with with the transfer portal being what it is um, the makeup of Georgia's current roster. I just don't know how you could uh, quickly get a, a roster where you can be competitive in the league four years in. You know, from a financial standpoint, it, it might make sense to make a change, uh, you know, this year or certainly next. He's, he's in the fourth year of a six-year contract and was denied an extension before the beginning of the season. That's never a good sign. Seemed a little odd seeing a Kessler wearing a different uniform than, than the Georgia one. Well, this is, part, this is part of the problem. I mean, you know, when, when Walker Kessler is wearing you out over there, I mean, that's a triple Georgia legacy. You know, his his father played for Georgia. His brother played for Georgia. His uncle might be the greatest, uh, second greatest player in the history of Georgia basketball, and Alec Kessler, um, yet you couldn't sign him. And, you know, it's, it's look, there's no – I've talked to Chad Kessler, who's a friend of mine. Uh, we were classmates at Georgia, and um, he wanted him to go to Georgia. But, you know, he you, you got to leave it to the kid. And it's kind of funny uh, – uh, Georgia fans will kind of enjoy this because uh, Chad Kessler told me his, his son wanted to go to a basketball school. Well, he's at Auburn. <laughs> so it used to be known <laughs> as the foot used to be known as a football school, but he obviously started his career at North Carolina and, and, and transferred to Auburn. And that's a bit, whether, you know, Tom Crean or anybody else at Georgia likes it, that's kind of a condemnation of Georgia. Then you got Katie Johnson over there and 
Jabari Smith, who's going to be the number one player in the NBA draft, all indications, um, out of Atlanta, and he, he didn't give Georgia a sniff. Uh, so, you know, it's all about recruiting, man. Kirby will tell you, you got to get the players in there. There's no doubt about it. Chip, who are you going with in the Super Bowl? Oh, I, you got to like those Rams, you know, just from the Georgia connection. And, and I, you know, obviously you and I have known Matt Stafford for a long time, and that's one of those things, you know, about professional football. You know, the great news is, is you're a number one pick. The bad news is you're usually going to go to a bad team. And he suffered for a long time at Detroit before he could get out there, uh, get out of there. And, and it's it's just really um, great to see him and Leonard Floyd and Sonny Michelle and, and all those Bulldogs uh, doing so well. So I, I'm Rams all the way, but uh, you know, Oh, Joe Cool's kind of fun to watch too for the Bengals. It's, it's great when you go into these games and you don't have a rooting interest like uh, the Falcons a few years ago when you're living and dying with every snap. What are you working on? What are we going to see next out of Chip Towers on AJC.com? Oh, well, you know, I got all kinds of things going on right now. You know, we're actually, the AJC is doing a deep dive right now into NIL. Um, obviously, that's changing the landscape of uh, college athletics, period. Uh, and I, I have Georgia's uh, depth chart out here in front of me right now. I, you know, we'll start doing some um, pre-spring previews, uh, position by position, and yeah, you know, Georgia's set up pretty well again. I mean, they're not going to disappear. They've recruited for this moment. They knew they were going to be losing a lot of talent off this uh, 2021 team, and this 2022 team's got this schedule and the and players set up to to certainly get back to Atlanta again. So uh, you know, we, we've got plenty coming down the pipe. Yeah, and the one topic I find a little silly, though, I've seen it around, not with you, but uh, will Stetson Bennett be able to hang on to the quarterback job? I almost laugh when I see that one out there. Well, I I just did, you know, because, you know, here's the thing. Uh, Stetson's a really smart kid, right? I mean, uh, you know, he's uh, law school's the next thing for him. And, uh, uh, you know, he said in in that moment of uh, uh, the the morning after the the national championship when he's on Good Morning America and and, uh, a little bit sleepy, we'll say, uh, but very truthful, I thought. And, he's, and, and they were asking about coming back. And he says, well, it depends on if I can trust the staff. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, that was a moment of truthfulness right there. You know, he's not coming back. If he, I mean, I, I, you know, Kirby's never going to guarantee anybody anything. But, you know, he's going to be the, he's the returning starter for a national championship team. And I fully anticipate him to start not just the season opener, but the whole season. That's myself. Now, you know, you got good talent there. Brock Vandergriff, obviously, Gunnar Stockton. Uh, I don't know whether Carson Beck is going to be back next year or not, but, um, you know, I think it's Stetson Bennett's team. And I, I think that's a good thing for Georgia based on what I just witnessed. Hey, Chip, great stuff, man. It's always fun having you on the show. We appreciate it. All right. See you next time. Chip Towers, Atlanta Journal-Constitution all over the Bulldogs. And uh, that newsmaker line brought to you by Hobson and Hobson. Uh, and they are, uh, if, if you're brave enough to take the first step, visit areyoubraveenough.com to schedule a consultation with Hobson and Hobson. Also coming up in the final segment, uh, we're going to ask you to drive the content, take the wheel. Infinity of Gwinnett wants you to drive the content as you get to decide what we talk about coming up at uh, 50 
in the hour. Call in now, 404-231-1680, or get it up on social media. This is presented by my friends at Infinity of Gwinnett. I've been with them for over 15 years now. Empower the talk, empower the drive. Infinity of Gwinnett, Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. And that brings us to the NFL Top 5. The best in college football and the NFL. 5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 2, 1, 1. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. All right, Buck. Pretty much every NFL position and every NFL head coaching position has been filled. What did you think about the, the Saints promoting Dennis Allen as their head coach? It's like a pop quiz is what this is. Yeah. Uh, Tell me now, Buck. You know, any... Just get rid of Sean Payton. That's all I was hoping for. All right, you pass this I one. mean, I'm tired of seeing Sean Payton and the Saints beat up on my Falcons. And Dennis Allen, look, he's done a great job, an outstanding job with that defense. I'm assuming he'll keep Pete Carmichael in place. He's the offensive coordinator. You know, Allen and Carmichael certainly are, ne- are experts on the Saints personnel, keep the staff in place. This looked like... To me, it looked like the best option available for the Saints brass, keeping uh, Dennis Allen in the fold. All right. Also promoted from within, Lovey Smith as the Texans head coach. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, I've always liked Lovey Smith. I've always thought yeah. he did a nice job. Laid back dude. He went to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman playing quarterback. That tells you something about his coaching abilities. That's enough for me. Now, Spurrier got a lot out of Grossman, too, down at Florida. That's gross. But Lovey, he was the D coordinator and the associate head coach. So, really, they knew what they had and just promoted him. He's got a wealth of head coaching experience, Bears, Buccaneers, Illinois. So I think it's a good hire for the Texans. I wonder what his relationship with Deshaun Watson is. I mean, that would be the elephant in the room. What is his relationship with anyone in the Houston Texans front office or organization? They've got the number three pick in the draft. You wonder what they'll do with that. But, yeah, I give it a thumbs up. Lovey Smith, He's he looks like a, a quality candidate to me. I would agree. Moving on to talk about... Excuse me, something we don't want to talk about, but did you see uh, Alvin Kamara arrested over the weekend? Did you see the the picture of the uh, alleged victim in that altercation? Now, look, DT, uh, help me out with this. So it was 6.30 a.m. Uh, yes, allegedly. So did they get up? They got a good night's sleep. Yeah, everybody was well and rested. And they, uh, they got up early and did a little gambling before the work had day started. Com- had a complete breakfast first and maybe had a little coffee in them. Other than that. I'm guessing they stayed out all night long. I would think and so. And most of the time when you're staying out the entire night, I mean, it, it just dawns on me you're probably hammered. You're all oiled up. And, I, you know, the video uh, hit the man, what, eight times, stomped on him after that, after he was unconscious. And apparently all he was trying to do was get on the elevator. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Alvin, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? I believe he was calling up the hookers, too. <laughs> man, that's trying that's to just get alleged. on the Sean Nerdy. Alleged, yeah, (laughs) goodness. All right, let's move on. Alvin, what are you doing? Before we get in trouble. 
Super Bowl 56, Buck, uh, a, a matchup everyone's been talking about, but should we see it? Will we see it? Should Jalen Ramsey mirror Jamar Chase all through the game? You know, Raheem Morris has got to make this decision, the former Falcons coach. And Jamar, you got Jalen Ramsey's already told the media, yeah, he's he's pushing to be able to mirror Jamar Chase all over the field. But here's my thing. Let's say they do that. Let's say Jalen Ramsey's on Jamar Chase and he's doing a good job on him. If you're Joe Burrow, don't you target T. Higgins? Or Tyler Boyd, the the two or three receiver? Because as I look in the Rams secondary, I look, I respect the skill set of Jalen Ramsey. But who's the other corner? Darius Williams? He's like 5'9". T. Higgins is about 6'5", isn't he? He's tall. I mean, Joe Burrow's just going to uh, move over to T. Higgins and, and isolate him and get him the ball. So I don't know if this is – I don't believe this to be the – thing you want to do 100% of the time. you got to mix it up a little bit. I also don't believe that Jalen Ramsey can lock down Jamar Chase 100% of the time. So we move on. Uh, staying in the NFC West to the Cardinals. See Kyler Murray uh, unfollowing the Cardinals. What does that mean, Buck? Uh, the social media scrub. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter and whatever, I guess. Nerney's never done this with 680 The Fan. He's never scrubbed his account. He's thought about it, though. The social media scrub. Uh, look, Kyler Murray, he wants a new contract. And he's coming up on his fourth year. Now, I believe the only guy recently that's been able to pull this off was Josh Allen up in Buffalo. So, look, Murray, it's all about the money. And when they say it's not about the money, it's about the money. He's wanting a new contract. And, look, he's... He's got some leverage here. Rookie of the year in his first year. He's been to the Pro Bowl twice. So the man's getting the job done and probably deserves a little bump in pay. He's arguably the most fun player to watch in the NFL for me. But we got to see more productivity. you got to win a playoff game. I'm not sold on their head coach, though. I've never been. That seems to be a popular sentiment uh, yeah. across the league. It uh, just seems a little odd. There's your top five. Top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Man, we had so much fun, we delayed the Bulldog Roundtable. The Fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25, 20, 45, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA. And by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan. 680 and 93.7 FM. All right, doing a little sniffing around with the NFL draft. One day closer. It'll be here before you know it. And so reading some uh, coverage of the draft. Uh, all this uh, out on uh, the internet there. There's a lot of information to get through. And I keep seeing where all these Georgia players are going to go. Uh, one of these outlets had four Georgia Bulldogs going in the first round, four of them. And they went seven Bulldogs in the first two rounds, which would be a record-setting performance at the University of Georgia. We've never seen that many guys going that high in the NFL draft. Jordan Davis, sort of hard to miss him. 
N'Kobe Dean, Trayvon Walker, Jamari Sawyer, Devontae Wyatt, Lewis Seen, and wide receiver George Pickens. That is seven Bulldogs that I would agree looks like uh, those guys, at least six of these guys, I believe, have a really good shot of going in the first two rounds of the draft. I'm not sure about Lewis Seen. Now, I'm high on Seen. I think he's a heck of a football player. Probably came out a year too early, in my opinion. But he's got some upside. I, I can see somebody jumping on him maybe that fell, would uh, fall in love with Lewis Seen. So I would add a, a seventh in there. Uh, really uh, a chance to go seven players out of Georgia in the first two rounds of the draft. And now they're coming off the national championship. So when you got that many difference makers, you've got a chance to win the Natty. And that's exactly what Georgia did this past year. So many high-level players on that Georgia football team. And we're going to see it when the NFL draft rolls around. This reminds me of what Alabama's been doing during this run under Nick Saban. All these dudes, it seemed like every single year, they'd have four, five, six first-round picks coming out of Alabama. No surprise that they had won the national championship. And it's the same right now at the University of Georgia. When you have that many difference makers, you've got a chance to take home that natty. Wishing all these guys luck uh, as they head down the home stretch. We've got the combine coming up at the 1st of March. And then we'll right uh, head into the uh, NFL draft after that. And looking forward to seeing all these guys going very high in the draft. So there's your Bulldog Roundtable today. All right, coming up next, we got some hot Super Bowl news. You don't want to miss that. It's the Buck Baloo Show on the Fan, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday, here on the Fan, 680 and 93.7. You know, I've kind of always been a confident player, you know, more so now than I probably ever have been before. I feel like I've proven to myself that I can play at a high level at this. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. At this level of football, the quarterback sets the tone for the culture in the locker room and you know, I try to be that kind of player in person for, for everybody here. I was Joe Burrow, former championship quarterback down at LSU. And this is the Buck Blue Show on the fans, 680 and 93.7. We appreciate you hanging out with us. As we empower the talk, empower the drive, presented by Infinity of Gwinnett, Darius... Wanted us to talk Super Bowl in this segment, so we'll do exactly that. We've been breaking this thing. I, I really uh, like the Super Bowl when we don't have the extra week thrown in. I mean, last week I was on here breaking it down, brother, talking about how the Bengals can go about protecting Joe Burrow. 
sacked the most times of any NFL quarterback, even more than Matt Ryan this past season. How are the Bengals going to match up and and block uh, on that interior offensive line and, and slow down Aaron Donald from coming in there wreaking havoc? And then how can the uh, Rams secondary hold up? I mean, you got if you got Ramsey on chase like we were just talking about in the NFL top five, then, then who's Ding up on Higgins and Boyd and these other playmakers? Can the Rams' offense be balanced? They seem to be better when they can run it effectively. And Stafford, if they can do that, I just look for Matt Stafford to have a big, big day. But uh, there you go, Darius, a little Super Bowl talk. And I'll tell you what, it's going to be hot out in L.A., and I'm not talking about the halftime show. It's so damn hot. With Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, Eminem and Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. That, that halftime show is all L.A., brother. But it's going to be hot. The weather, how about this, temperatures out in L.A. going to be close to 90 in Los Angeles on Sunday. So what that amounts to is there are going to be a lot of sweating going on, brother. Those big dudes are going to be sweating up a storm. And the concern would be a couple of things. One, what is your fitness level this late in the season? Now, a lot of these guys, they hadn't really dealt with the heat this late in the year. And that has a tendency during a football game to take it out of you. And then also, we're going to see these guys cramping up. You know, if you're going to be sweating a lot, are you hydrated? Might want to be careful. Might want to start drinking some uh, fluids right now, getting ready for the game on Sunday. The last time it was this hot in L.A., this time of the year, they say it was 2016. I've got the Rams winning the game 31-17. And one of the reasons why, the Bengals, they've got one player, one, with Super Bowl experience. And that is Ricardo Allen. I believe he played with the Falcons at, at one point in time. They got one player with Super Bowl experience. It's time for the final word. The show went by pretty quickly again today. I'm going to talk to you gambling folks out there. Even if you don't gamble, you might be interested in this. 31 million Americans will bet on the Super Bowl. Man, that's a lot of betting going on. $7.6 billion will be wagered. And I think of that Mary uh, Mariucci, uh, isn't that the coach, former coach of the 49ers? He's got that commercial yeah, where he's on, on the... On the NFL, yeah. Yeah, he's got the blackboard and he's drawing up there, set your limits and stick to the limits. It's important, Buck. $7.6 billion expected to be wagered, and that would be a, uh, it's a new record. Seems like gambling's going up. Seems like we're missing out on a lot of that revenue here in the great state of Georgia. Well, I did see, yeah, 10 states have legalized the gambling now. Yes, it's becoming more and more popular. Saw so we're uh, on FanDuel, 59% of the folks gambling on FanDuel are taking the Bengals plus four. I think I heard it was Hudson this morning. Somebody said, uh, yeah, seven out of the last ten underdogs in the Super Bowl have covered the spread. So. Yeah, I've got, I'm feeling confident. I'm not going to gamble or bet on the game. But, uh, again, Rams 31-17. You know somebody with a gambling issue? Maybe it's yourself. 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-GAMBLER. 
It's going to do it for the Buck Blue Show today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you'll be back for Thursday, 10 to 11, here on The Fan. Nick and Chris coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Sir Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.